Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the enhancement core glitch. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, and as with all of my content, you can uh, follow me on Twitter as well if you want to catch up the updates and things that I'm doing, whether I'm streaming or traveling. We're going to jump right into the questions. Your boy Ethan says, What do you think they are going to do about people who did the glitch? I don't think they're going to do anything. That's not in their nature. That's not in Bungie's nature to take action, to take stuff away. They're graying out the, uh, the wave splitter, but the wave splitter was like you got it by accident you know it was RNG somebody initiating and saying oh, I'm going to get thousands of cores um I just don't think Bungie's going to do anything uh next question do you think Bungie should increase the loot pool in progression like putting new weapons while leveling up if they're committed to keeping cores in infusion uh why are you forcing people to use six month old weapons with bad rolls when we already did that in the grind it's like they're telling us how to play see so, yeah this is why it got kind of heated. I was going back and forth with somebody in chat, and I was just like, why Why are you telling somebody in a loot-based game that whenever they come back to the game, their leveling process is plagued with weapons that they don't want to use? What's the actual value add there? And this is a really good point that Eknor is adding to the discussion. It's not even that I'm using guns I'm not interested in. It's like, these are guns I've already seen and used before. It's not even like they're random new weapons that, oh, well, for the time being, no big deal. I'll use this auto rifle, shotgun, sidearm, grenade launcher, whatever. If it was a new, if it was a new gun, then it it at least would be interesting. But it's like, I'm using a, I mean, what are some of the guns you might end up having to use? Right? I'm using a bad reputation submachine gun, an edge transit, whatever the heck it is that you feel forced to use. So that's where another layer of the problem comes in. Whenever you were leveling up in the Taken King and you were using greens and blues, it was kind of fun because it was like, I've never really used these weapons before, or they're brand new, or I've not used these weapons in ages. But now it's like, you're not only telling me what to use, but you're also like, making me use weapons that I've seen. Yeah, Smuggler's Word, stuff like that. Like, what? These things aren't even, it's not, they're not even fun to experiment with. We've seen them. We've, we, we've, we've been there, done that kind of a situation. That's another reason why the leveling and infusion system is just so fundamentally flawed. You're telling people how to play and the gear you're making them play with is just so fundamentally uninteresting. So uninteresting. Good question. JD Gamer, do you think Arc Week was a huge disappointment and that they have uh, come out with new weapons and officially have a vendor with bounties? Also, do you think they could have done Void Week or Solar Week in the future? I think they actually probably could have made more money on the free event if they would have handled it better. So what I would have done is change all the bounties. All the bounties have like an Arc symbol on them. And they're centered around Arc. And every so many bounties, you get an Arc Ingram. That Arc Ingram has a good chance to drop an Arc Sparrow, an Arc Ghost, Arc Ship, and maybe one emote. Okay, That sends you to the Eververse. That makes you aware of the fact that there's new emotes you can direct purchase that are Arc in theme. And it gives you a sense of reward. And the thematic idea of having an Arc Week is more firmly established. And it gives you a sense of newness. Right, I'm gonna do the new thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
use the new arc subclass changes and get something for it. You could do the exact same thing for Void and Solar Week then. One Sparrow, one Ship, one Ghost, one Emote. And then when you have the ones that are direct purchase, this is why I think they would have made more money. You're putting those new Eververse items on the radar of people who may have just ignored them otherwise. They may not pay attention to the Eververse. They may not even like the idea of the Eververse. But if you're funneling people to the Eververse because that's how the event is built, you increase the likelihood of them being convinced to purchase. And this is this is where I feel the event short-circuited in more than one ways in my mind. If you want people to buy those emotes, the event didn't really drive anybody to the Eververse. It brought everybody back. They went to Zavala and Shaq, so like, I don't see any of these supposed ARC bounties, and a lot of people just shut the game off. So. Uh, Clown Basket. I haven't played D2 in a month out of boredom. Is the spring event worth coming back? Um, The spring event? I don't know. I mean... They're bringing back the infinite forest, which sounds cool. They're bringing back a new mechanic, which sounds cool. They're bringing back, they're bringing in an exotic weapon, the Arbalist, which may be really fun in a match game environment. But other than that, I don't think it's going to be that great. Now there could be encounters in the next raid that the Arbalist is being built for. And we don't know that yet. You know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you get into new content and you're like, oh man, such and such weapon is so perfect for this. Uh, the Phil 34. I know that Ada bounties are the way to go for loot, but do you think there should also be a cleansing blessing like bounties other places for better mods? Um, yeah, I, like modifiers and stuff. I, I, I think I'm going to do a talk on potential modifier ideas and how they need to take modifiers further. I love the idea still of the snowballs, um, and I would love to see them do something with that where all throughout the strike there's cool things to pick up swords, siva charges, you know, snowballs um, I said the other day it'd be cool if like you could pick up an arc charge that turns you into an arc strider even if you were a warlock um, it's just the staff you know I feel like that would be really really cool and one of the reasons that I think that stuff would work well is you could tie bounties to it you know you could do stuff like that you, you, you could you could make it to where it's more than just a modifier in the strike, but when you play that week, maybe there's a specific thing going on with Zavala and with strikes. Something to earn, you know? Electric Kitty. You think the season patch is the way to go, or do you think bigger content drops would be better? I actually think, logistically speaking, the the annual pass is good. I think, from a logistical standpoint, I think it's far better to have stuff trickle out. I just think they missed the mark on the guns themselves... The guns themselves were not interesting enough. You know, they could have done a much better job with the guns and the perks, uh, the agency. You know, seeing high-level players like Giggs and Glad critique the Reckoning, um, it's cool to see that, but it's like, homies, y'all are two weeks late. I've been saying this stuff for two weeks. Like, the Reckoning is trash. It's bad content. Um, But I am glad to see other people, even high-level players, say, this is dumb. Like, this is structured very poorly. I don't, I'm not putting words in their mouth. They didn't say dumb, but they said this is just not rewarding enough is essentially what both uh, Giggs and Glad said. So 
I would hope that more and more people would start to give that feedback that I love the idea of the annual pass from a logistical standpoint, but the content itself is just super, super lacking. Uh, Bob Ross, what's your opinion on the raids in Destiny? Would you want Prestige version of Last Wish and Scourge? I don't think you can get Prestige versions of Last Wish and Scourge because they're not built for it. I think we need to go back to the philosophy of the of King's Fall, where you build, um, you build the hard raid first, and then you dial it down for normal. I think that philosophy for King's Fall was the most perfect raid philosophy we've ever had. And then you do the reward structure from Wrath of the Machine. If you took the philosophy of difficulty from King's Fall and you took the... Uh, you take the reward structure from Wrath and combine it with the difficulty spectrum of King's Fall, I think you have a perfect raid. A perfect raid. Um, so, that's how I would handle it. Uh, Aiden, after putting uh, in all the time pinnacle weapons for this season, this one of the most underwhelming seasons when it comes to the weapons, bar the recluse, which is nuts. The scout's super mediocre, but a bit of fun every now and then. The 21% feels like it hits like a wet noodle unless it has the full three stack in PvE. PvP, it's nuts. Looks cool on paper this season, but I feel like the perks are not interesting and influential. I mean, some of this just comes from the fact that there's only so much they can do. I think nerfing machine guns was a was a mistake. I think the the delirium would feel significantly better um, if they wouldn't have done that. Um, you know, I think they I think they kind of pulled the trigger on for whatever reason uh, they pulled the trigger on the machine gun nerf, so the delirium kind of gets tripped up a little bit. I think they wanted the delirium to feel like a pinnacle weapon and so they tried to make machine guns weak enough that the, the, the delirium would feel like a standout and they actually just made the delirium not that great accordingly. Now other people are saying delirium's awesome. Um, I've had other people say that. They've said delirium's fa- you know, fantastic. Uh, it's good. You know, It's really, really strong. So some of this could be you know, opinion. Um... You know, some of this could be opinion, but I think that I think that in general the nerfs the nerfs just hurt perception. The nerfs really, really hurt perception. Even if even if it's you think it's good, the nerf on LMGs just kinda hurts the perception. How big of a problem do you think the glitch was? I mean, it was a big enough problem that they had to they had to they had to axe it within hours. If they wouldn't have axed it, I mean imagine if in a week a week of that. An entire week of people doing that. It wouldn't, it would have murdered, it would have murdered the game. Not murdered the game, I'm sorry, it would have murdered that currency. It would have absolutely murdered the currency, which I would have been happy about. I would have loved it if they wouldn't have been able to patch it as fast. It would have just completely invalidated the currency and have been like, <laughs> go ahead and keep them in infusion, you know? Nobody cares now, because we all, we all got thousands. Um... But obviously they acted really, really fast. They kind of had to. I mean, that's like that's like when you spring a leak in your basement. You got to shut the water off. Uh, <laughs> the damage would be massive if you let anybody, um, you know. The damage would have been the damage would have been pretty bad. So we need cabal and hive samples. Um, I'm trying to think of a place that has both cabal and hive. Mars does. They'll just rename them. Yeah, they'll just come out with something else. Yeah. 
Uh, all wheezy. At this point, we can probably assume that Quarz will stay in infusing, infusion, begrudgingly so. If Bungie was more generous, uh, do you think the player base would would be somewhat satisfied even though we still want them gone? They lost their chance to be more generous. They lost their chance. We've had to complain about it too much and too often. No, they missed their chance to listen. They should have listened during the forge and been like, we're going in and increasing the spider bounties or something. We're going to increase the payout of cores across the board. Um, they missed their opportunity to do a half measure. It's way too late. You take the, you take the community off three times in a row with it. And so everyone is, everyone is saying the same thing. Like, take them the frick out, you know? Get them out. That's that's the general consensus from the community. And that's because you waited too long. You know, you waited way too long. If they would have acted initially, then people would have been like, okay, it's better. You start to win people over. People are like, oh, it was bad, but it's better. This is better than it was, you know? And that's important, right? If you're gonna do a if you're gonna do a moderate change, it needs to be done in a way where you can kind of win people over. They've missed that opportunity. Uh, Slap says, do you think Bungie will even do anything about the massive amount of enhancement cores that people have? No, I don't think they're going to do anything. Grays says, um, at what point did the community break Bungie's back on cores uh, in the infusion system? Will there be a breaking point? I've consistently said that I feel like this is a battle they can't win. Like, they're just going to eventually have to concede. Because if Opulence lands and we get similar de-engagement numbers, I think that's a big, big problem. Because opulence is supposed to be the time they win back the community and give us and, and, and regain confidence in the future of the franchise. If you don't do that, then the, whatever happens in September is in danger as well. You, you have, you, if, you don't, if you don't figure out player, player engagement and leveling for opulence, then you run a really, really big risk of of the whole the whole thing breaking down you know it's like you've you've got to figure out what exactly the role of cores is supposed to play and the reason that i i feel like they're being so stubborn about it is they're like well people are earning cores it's totally fine um but you got to remember the people playing aren't really the aren't really who i have in mind and who i'm concerned about I'm more concerned with the people that stopped playing and they're not earning cores. They're not in your data. They're not they're not padding the number of like, oh, look at all these people that are earning cores and spending cores. You know, they're not in there. They've stopped playing, they've disengaged. Um because the real the real issue, I mean the real issue too is just that. It's like people aren't going on the forums and being nasty. People aren't going on the forums or the tweets and being re- rude and and being like a child. These were like measured people saying I've stopped playing. Right? Not hyperbolic declarations of that Bungie's stupid and doesn't know what they're doing. Just measured fans of the franchise. People saying things like I've been playing since the beta and I don't play anymore because it's just too mo- it's too frustrating to level. Um, we're not talking about people that get really angry and are like, nerf it, Bungie. Come on, just nerf this or nerf that. That's not what we're talking about. 
We're talking about people that are declaring that they're really, really big fans of the game and they've stopped playing. Um, and I think that's a bigger deal than a lot of people make out of it. Um, because if you lose players, it's then I've always said an engage an engaged and angry player base is way, way better than a player base that stops playing, right? If, if a player base stops playing, then you, you, you've lost, you know, lawbreakers, people became apathetic. They weren't making posts about lawbreakers. They weren't saying, you know, here's what needs to be done with lawbreakers. They just stopped playing. Ash Annihilator, do you think Bungie is just seeing cores as a way to force the community to keep engaged with Destiny on a regular basis? I can stockpile a lot of other materials, but cores are so rare. I don't know. Hardcore players stockpile. That's the, that's one of the main issues. Hardcore players stockpile. I always, I'm stockpiling right now. I make sure and do spiders bounties every single week. Why? I'm at 700, so stockpile it up. Why? Oh, well, when you come out with your next in, you know, you come out with your next annual pass engagement and I need to infuse, screw your pain point. I'm getting around it. Right? I'll I'll do it every single time. I'll encourage others to do it every single time. You don't like Bungie's pain point? Just stockpile and get around it. And then whenever they want to claim like, oh, look how many people have cores and spend cores, it's like, well, we know that you're we know that you're not looking at the data honestly because you're you're ignoring the fact that people grind for cores when they don't need them and then sit on them. You deadlock the currency, right? My question to them would be out of the number of players that play in a given week, how many of them are masterworking items on a regular basis? Right? Is that even happening? Because I don't think it is. I don't think anybody's masterworking a single thing. And that's a bigger deal in some respects because it's like you've completely deadlocked the currency to the point that you've short-circuited it. Nobody's using it for what it was originally intended for. Um. So. I need hive samples and none are dropping. Do you actually have to do this now on... on the planets? And I do. I, I guess I have to go to Mercury. I thought you could do up till now. You've been able to do it any everywhere. I killed all the hive on that public event and on the on this lost sector. I didn't get a single one. Uh, what's a god roll for Mindbenders? Uh, somebody in chat can weigh in on this. It's it, the Mindbenders is one that people go with for Crucible. So I would think like slide shot, snapshot, accurized round, something like that. You want to boost range as much as you can. Uh, X-ray freak. I know this is an enhancement core question, but do you know the best way to get Lord of Wolves? Um, do every single bounty that uh, that um, Spider has when you go kill the individual targets. Mister Alpha Wolf D3. What's your thoughts on it, and when do you think it'll be released? I think Destiny Three should be released in 2021. I'm fearful that they're going to release it in 2020. Um, I would rather it launch in 2021 give the new consoles a time to really get established and saturated um, and then they could do the launch on all titles and then they could do the first major DLC on only the new consoles like jettison the old consoles Um, so rumor is that D3 will be a launch title on the new consoles well then it'll launch 2020 I, I fell on it two different ways. If you launch with the consoles, it can be really good, but it can also be really bad because not a lot of people buy the consoles. The marketing push for the consoles eats up a lot of time, takes up a lot of people's attention, right? Attention is the true currency in this world, 
like in this info info laden digital entertainment world attention is the currency that matters um and so i would be concerned if they launch at the same time as consoles they better really have the consoles pushing it alongside of their announcements buy the xbox 89 today and get it with destiny 3 buy the playstation 5 today and get it with destiny 3 you know that way the marketing gets gets a bigger a bigger push cuz cuz ultimately that would be the concern is that you're you're going to you're going to you're going to get kind of squashed in the announcements and it wouldn't be as big of a push. Also, a year later, a year later is when you could have Destiny 3 sold with combo units on the consoles discounted at Christmas. That'd be a really good push. Hey, Destiny 3 just came out. It works and runs even better on these new consoles. We're doing all these cool things. Be sure to buy it. Right now, we got a combo unit. You know, the consoles are more in saturation. They've had a chance to really saturate the market. Um, and that would be that would be really, really good, I think. But, you know, it could go either way. The main reason I want them to really, really land further down the road is I just want more time to be put into the game. The Hardcore Casual. What if they did a division style of determining drops where it takes into account all the gear you have based on drops estimated highest light level? Well, right. I mean, a lot of people have called for Smart RNG. Smart RNG isn't necessarily a solution, though. Because the lack of leveling would still be frustrating. The, the, The feeling of... The feeling of powerlessness... You know, with respect to what you get, where you get, infusion, everything else, um, that wouldn't go away. Smart RNG would help. Smart RNG feels like a band-aid. I would all, I'm always going to say give the player more agency. You give the player more agency, then they're in control over their leveling. Um, and I think that's really important. As opposed to... Uh, as opposed to being like, well, you're still not really in control of your leveling, but we're going to use smart RNG to make it go a little bit better. Um, I don't know. Smart RNG has a good place though. And there's good arguments for it because it's more exciting to be like, Hey, I got what I needed. The right thing fell in the right place. But if it's all because of smart RNG, that's really transactional. If you're going to turn leveling into transactional, why not just make it something that is, it is propagated and earned by player decision I'm going to grind public events until all of my gear is rounded out and then I'm going to do a milestone Right? that's player choice, that's player investment contributing to the level that's satisfying I wouldn't find it very satisfying to be like well I can still only level with milestones but they instituted smart RNG so I always get the item I need um, that's kind of boring and given Bungie's track record with dupe protection on exotics I would I would anticipate the system not working right and ticking people off even more. You know, oh yeah, look at this smart RNG as I get my seventh helmet in a row. You know, like, did he just 180 try to no-scope me? Did you see that? He tried to 180 no-scope me. A little spin around. Uh, that would be that would be one of my major concerns. Um, you know, dew protection is a lie. Yeah, dew protection is a lie. There is no dew protection. There is no spoon. Um... It doesn't if, if due protections in place then it ain't working <laughs> it ain't working 
How are you even going to get Hive on Mars? I'm concerned. I'm confused. I'm Mercury. How am I even going to do it? I don't understand. Ya boy says, what do you think is going to happen to people who did the glitch? Nothing. Uh, do you think that the leveling system would be better if you had to do a challenge of some sort to level up your gear, and the more level, the more power you get? I mean, people have thought about that. Um, people have thought, like, hey, why not do it to where, um, you know, I level up my gear by doing a challenge. Um, I'm not necessarily against that. I just... I, I don't know if we need to overhaul the entire system. I try to work within the systems that are already there, right? You're dropping blues and purples that are at a soft cap. Raise a soft cap to whatever my present level is, right? Whatever my present level is, anything that drops is at that soft cap, right? Then I can navigate the milestones that I know they want me to navigate. I navigate the milestones that I know they want me rotating through those aspects of the game. And when I do that, they get those engagement number padding that they're looking for. Like, look how many people played PvP. Look how many people played Gambit. Because you're, you're, you know, you're routing them through the content. Well, they would still do that. Oh, they'd level up too fast and they'd stop playing those pieces of content. Well, I mean, eventually you got to make it to where the content's being engaged with because it's fun and it's good or there's pursuing loot. Not because, you know, not because you're forcing them to run it I mean eventually you've got to understand that like you can't just keep you cannot just keep relying on the milestones for people to go into into content I happen to think loot pursuit is why people should be going into the content why are you going into crucible this week oh Shax has got a bounty for a really dope shotgun this week it can roll with x y and z new perks and these new perks are really dope I'm gonna I'm gonna actually grind crucible I ordinarily don't oh okay I think that would get people into the content more. Mr. Anderson. They should take out the cores and put grinding for materials back into the game instead of letting us buy them. Not a question. Cool. I guess. If I don't think that's a good system. Um, I think you're... I think you're... That's six of one or half a dozen of another. You're doing the same thing. You're still making me do something that is play flow disrupting to level up my, uh, my gear. Soured Outlook. Do you envision the folks that have dipped on Gambit Prime are doing so just to wait for the catch-up bounties at Penumbra? Oh, sure. Sure. They're... They're not not saying, like, oh, I'm never coming back. There's been plenty of people that have been like, you know what, I'm just... I'm gonna come back and use the... I'll use the, the... the Power Surge bounties. Plenty of people have said that. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's a... That's a... (laughs) That's a viable strategy, right? That is a viable strategy to say that you'll come back, you know, that you'll come back and just use the power surge bounties. Like, think about it. If you come back this season and you're like, the most frustrating aspect of this season for you, let's just say for you, I'm not saying for everybody, for you, you're like, yeah, the, you know, the leveling is really annoying. And then you're like, so I'm not going to play. You know that you can just come back in Penumbra, Season of the o- season of Opulence, and you can just use the Power Surge bounties. It's a shortcut. 
Now, that's why I said power surge bounties are just a band-aid. They're not a solution. You're basically saying leveling is so dadgum bad, right? Leveling is so bad that we're having to give people a shortcut. Don't tell me, okay? Don't tell me that brand new players are coming into Destiny in droves right now to the point that Bungie's like, we better put in power surge bounties. No, power surge bounties are there for engaged players that haven't leveled. It's passive admittance that their leveling system is terrible. If your leveling system was effective, then people could come back at any point in time and boomerang a little bit. You know? Your distance between between the caps would, would determine the, the, the drops that you get, making it easier, I think, for you to say, oh, it's not that bad. I'll get a lot of my, you know, I'll get a lot of my leveling done and I'll do it, you know, I'll do it next season or I'll do it this season, like whichever, whichever it is that, that is driving you. What do we got? We got three, we need three more of these things. Uh, Dixie Whistler. There is a trending post on Reddit where the suggestion is to treat cores like motes of light in D1. You could receive like five at a time uh, when you level up. Do you think that solves the issue? No! Because you're still creating a dis... All you're doing is you're leaning into a dissonant currency. Nobody dials back the argument all the way to the core problem. Nobody ever does that. Everybody's always just like, okay, you created this pain point, Bungie. How do we get rid of this pain point you're trying to take pain meds instead of resetting a broken bone you gotta reset the broken bone or it's still gonna be a problem even if even if people got their way and Bungie's like okay we'll make it easy for you to get cores we're gonna dump cores on you well now you have an end game currency that people are gonna have coming out of their ears and they're gonna be able to masterwork everything masterworking is supposed to be a infrequent decision of mastery of an item this is why it makes the most sense to say enhancement cores should be used for enhancing perks make them very very make it very pricey in order for you to do that so their infrequency in the game the costly nature of enhancing a perk creates a very very nice end game capstone grind um that'd be the perfect way to treat them that is digging into the identity of a masterwork core and expanding upon it instead of doubling down and admitting you've made a mistake and saying, okay, we wanted infusion to be somewhat costly. Okay, we wanted infusion to feel somewhat costly. And in achieving that aim, we used enhancement cores. And instead of them just admitting this probably wasn't the best currency to use for this, they don't admit that. They double down and they're like, no, we're going to continue to use this currency and we're going to just make it a little bit, not a lot, we're going to make it a little bit easier for you to use. So what happens? Well, now people are like, well, I guess I'll just do gunsmith bounties to get more of the currency. So even if you get more of the currency, even if you get you know more enhancement cores, you're still not getting at the underlying problem. Is that they took a currency intended for one action, okay? The action of masterworking gear. And they took it and they said, not only is this currency going to be used for masterworking gear, it's also going to be used for infusion. And what happens then when you do that is you create a contradiction within the currency. Create a contradiction within the currency. 
And until you solve that contradiction, you're always going to be doing this. You're always going to be basically trying to basically put out a fire. You're just trying to put out a fire. However much water you can throw at this fire, you're trying to like put the fire down, put the fire down, and that's it. It's not solving the problem. Uh, Llama God, if Bungie brings out another annual pass, will you purchase it? Uh, and if not, would they need to do in order to convince you? Well, I'm always going to purchase the new content and play it. That's what I do. I'm a streamer. So, yes, I'm not. I'm never going to cross my arms and say, absolutely not. Um, now, I don't buy their cosmetic items, but that's different. Epic Goat, do you think spider bounties should be reworked? Uh, and if you do, should they be changed? Number one, spider bounties, if they're going to cost fragments i think every spider bounty should reward five uh five enhancement cores food ends with 30 months thank you for 30 months and a brand new prime sub from uh hank on hanky online if bungie's gonna dig in their heels and insist that enhancement cores stay in the game okay if that's not going away fine at the very least the spider bounty should give you five enhancement cores per because it takes a long time to get 21 ghost fragments to even buy the six that you get and my argument is this if I can go and buy bounties from the gunsmith for glimmer and they each give me one okay then that same exchange rate should be happening at spider spider bounties are changing they aren't going to give cores anymore next season wait where did you read this schnozberries I'm actually very interested if that's cre- if that's credible then uh, incoming rant if that's a credible if that's credible uh, Z Martian is core glitch referring to discussing the pinnacle weapon bug yes uh, Riku fan what do you think about Bungie allowing us to equip more than one exotic armor at a time my reasoning is some exotics are just too strong I think they should consider taking some of the exotics and tone them down into legendary pinnacles and just call them legendary pinnacles or come up with a new term, legendary adepts or retired exotics. I don't know, something. They're just, some of them are not strong enough and never will be strong enough. They just don't. They just, they they just don't do enough. Graviton Lance should be a legendary weapon. Sunshot should be a legendary weapon. These should not be exotics. They're not strong enough. They just aren't. Suros Regime you know continue to love the content watch every day thank you concentric arc i appreciate the three months uh bambo tronic how do you feel uh that we could have another annual pass after this one there will be another annual pass i've been predicting that whatever we were supposed to get in september i was calling it the taken queen i think they've busted that up and turned it into the annual pass i think we're going to get most of it in september but they're going to drag some of it out um, I'm still waiting on an answer from Schnozberries about where he found, where he heard that spider bounties are changing next season. He might be looking for the source. Uh, ye boy, ye boy, Ethan, what do you think about ha- oh, going to have all people to do? Why did you submit that question 18 different times? Uh, Crafty Ratwitch says, which Destiny is the best, one or two? I, that's not a question I can answer. I don't know. They're moving them to the gunsmith bounties like 99%. I'm pretty sure that's what they said looking in the twab. No, 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 no. You're thinking of scrapper bounties, Schnozberries. You're misunderstanding what they said. Scrapper bounties are being retired. Spider bounties are remaining. Scrapper bounties... Scrapper bounties are the ones that you get from dismantling gear. And they're like blue. Those are the ones that are being retired. Uh, the... Um... 
Which, can you get scrapper bounties from pulling stuff from the collections? Is that like a possibility? Um, oh, those are ornaments. I'm curious. So if I, like, it's got to be year two stuff, so it probably doesn't work. It probably doesn't work. Uh, Zemurk. Merk Abia says, how can Bungie wait an entire season to add gunsmith bounties when they patch the glitch within seconds? Because they don't care about things that are painful for you. They care about things that hurt their their aims. That's why. Well-fed goose with 23 months. Thank you. They are way more concerned with slowing you down than giving you a sense of reward. They really are. Their philosophy is very, very much about manipulating player engagement. Very, very much so. Um... Scrapper bounties have no reason for being retired. It's already a concern brought up on Reddit that Cosmos pass along. I agree with bringing that up. They're just a nice little addition. Every once in a while they pop up and I go do a lost sector and get a core. You know what I mean? Listen, the curtain's being pulled back, okay? Dorothy and the lion and the tin man and the scarecrow went and did what the Wizard of Oz said. And then they came back and they pulled the curtain back. Slowly but surely, I feel like we're pulling the curtain back and we're seeing that a lot of Bungie's decisions have very little to do with you feeling rewarded, but more so about you feeling shoved and manipulated into lanes of engagement that you're not interested in. The curtain's being pulled back. Like, I want you to... Let's just imagine... Let's personify it, okay? I'm sitting here, Bungie's sitting here. Man, these cores are really painful, man. They're, they make infusion really hard. We've heard your feedback. Here's our philosophy on cores. It's not even a conversation. Man, milestones are really rough, dude. I really, really don't like having to do all this different content. We have a variety of players in the game. And the quickest way to level up is by doing all the milestones. It's like we're not even talking. It's like, it's like representative. If you would like to speak to a representative, representative. If you would like to speak to a representative. It's like Bungie's, Bungie's on operator, like, recordings. We've yelled and screamed three times now. We've yelled and screamed three times now about enhancement cores. And we get... Bungie's philosophy on enhancement cores is that infusion should be a choice. It should be an action, not a reaction. Three months later, can you guys please take enhancement cores out of infusion? Enhancement cores are meant to be a healthy pain point for the player. Infusion should be an action and not a reaction. Press five to speak to a representative. It's like we're not, it's like we're not talking. It's aw- It's so awful. That's why it's so frustrating. It's like, and then and then, and then when a glitch benefits the player, they're like, boom, the hammer comes down immediately. Immediately. You know. <laughs> Para Espanol, Marca Ocho. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Et, yo, it's good, Flyers. I just, at this point, I when they react that quickly, okay, when they react that quickly to a glitch that benefits the player, and they are painfully slow to react to a consistent and complained about pain point, I just think that that curtain's getting pulled back, right? 
that curtain's getting pulled back. We're like, we can see what you're doing. You're just trying to make us do more stuff, more content funnels that we're not interested in. You're just trying to drag the content out. We can see behind the veil. Uh, Lambug. What's the enhancement core glitch? We already talked about that. People were reacquiring pinnacle weapons endlessly and breaking them down for enhancement cores. SRX Dove. I was wondering if Bungie will remove masterwork cores from the game since it's already uh, been an issue day one of Forsaken. Probably not. At least now they have a valid reason that they can passively blame on the community. (laughs) They might actually do it because now they can passively blame the community. I can't wait for them to blame the community for why they're not going to put matchmaking in Nightfalls. We tried Nightfall, uh, we tried matchmaking in Reckoning, and it just didn't go that well. Yeah, matchmaking in that environment is equal to matchmaking in a Nightfall. You're supposed to ignore the man behind the curtain. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Link Sacrifice. Do you think Destiny's loot would work like Borderlands, like the boss drops, loads of loot? Well, loot explosions don't work in a game like Destiny. No. Uh-uh. No. Loot explosions do not work in a game like Destiny. Um because it's not that kind of game. Like when you play Borderlands, uh there's something else going on. Like you're chasing like lots of different loot. Like quantity is part quantity is part of the quality, right? Quantity is part of the quality in Borderlands. So a loot explosion makes sense. In Destiny, um, quantity's not part of the quality. There's a spectrum of quality on each drop that is a part of the quality. So the difference between a Warden's Law with Feeding Frenzy and Rampage and a Warden's Law with Hipfire and Snapshot okay those are vastly different versions of the weapon one feels really stupid and one feels really really nice so the quality is derived from the 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 chance of quality on the item does that make sense like in borderlands like showering you with loot is a is a means of them communicating quality to you there's just tons of freaking loot it's just very, very different from the way that they communicate quality to you in Destiny. It's a very different system. Smash Boy. Should Bungie add weapon power level cap so people will have to use a weapon from the new season because it's higher possible? I don't want to go round and round on this. We went round and round on this yesterday. I think every 12 to 18 months, maybe 24, every 12 to 18 months, they should be saying whatever you earned 18 months ago cannot go past this level cap. You can still use it. It's still viable in, you know, 70% of the content, but the new content at new level caps, you're going to want to start using new gear that can be leveled up higher, motivating you to chase new loot, start leaving things behind. Midnight Coup should not be being used this September. It just shouldn't. You're, it's an infection in the game. That's my belief. People believe differently than me. I just think there's only so much you can do with each, within each archetype to make a weapon viable and, and, and motivate you to chase it. I think one of the reasons people motivations are dying right now is they have no need to chase loot when you lost your fade bringer you needed to chase new loot i did the imago loop grind because i didn't have my fade bringer anymore that's hundreds of hours of grind that i wouldn't have gotten if i was able to keep all my year one gear from d1 
But I'm moving on. We're not debating that this day. <laughs> we debated that yesterday. Kill Dude, do you think Arc Week could have been more successful if they made the choice between Drifter and Vanguard prevalent in some way? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, that's not really an issue for me. The issue was there was nothing going on. Uh, Bumble 17. Is the Arbalist uh, sticking plaster that will simply allow us to use our primaries in our energy slot? Is the Arbalist a sticking plaster? I don't know what the frick you mean by that. Um... I don't know if it's really gonna if it's really gonna land in the game. If you don't listen, if you don't have match game on, um, I, <laughs> dude, if you don't have match game on, why are you even gonna need the arbalist? You know, are you really gonna need the arbalist without match game? How many um, a sticking plaster is what the UK call a band aid? Oh, okay, we well, learn something new every day. Um, what was I saying? Uh, other than match game, when are you going to need to pop that many shields? There aren't that many shielded enemies, and in most scenarios, it's not that difficult to pop them. You have an energy shotgun, you have grenades. I mean, unless match game's on, I just don't see the Arbalist being that great or needed. Now, in match game, it'll probably be pretty dadgum dope, because it's going to pop shields as a kinetic but it's only got five rounds in the in the mag so how much do you have on reserves you're gonna burn through that real quick if green's not dropping mw2 killer i saw an article saying how bungie should take time next year to stop updating destiny 2 and focus on destiny 3 what are your thoughts on that bungie's always in a unique scenario of maintaining the old game while building the next game and it causes a lot of stress and a lot of pain i don't know the answer i don't work there you know Azer XP, do you think they're coming away any new PS4 exclusives uh, after September? I really, really hope whatever they announce in September has no exclusives because that'll give me hope about some things we've speculated upon. About Microsoft working alongside, about good things coming, maybe Epic getting involved, you know, etc. Barnsley Keith, do you think that once you reach max level, everything should drop at that level? Oh, yeah, 100%. There's no reason not to. Once I'm 700, making me do milestones just to get stuff at my level is, again, stu- it's just stupid. It's so stupid. Lone Walker. Should Bungie bring back 3v3 elimination trials? If trials comes back, I think you gotta do 3v3 elim, and I think you gotta delete half the maps in Destiny 2. I think a bunch of the maps would be awful for trials. Um, so... No Epic Game Store, please. I actually think that Bungie moving Destiny to the Epic Store is incredibly likely, and it would be really, really good for Destiny because it could bring cross-play. And if you complain about it, then you're dumb. Uh, next question. Dr. Burak, what's the best perk for spare rations in PvE? I have no idea. Uh, I don't have one. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping with more and more people providing feedback about the the grind for those guns and reckoning how terrible it is i would love it if in the next week or two maybe they gave us a patch i don't know how easy this is to do just put freaking bounties in drifter's inventory that rotate like ada or do what you did with ada have drifter offer bounties for all the weapons and you pick two for that week like come on just let us grind for the guns for frick's sake they're new they're cool they look cool i want them and the grind to get them is mind-numbingly stupid no thank you 
and I, and this somebody said this the other day dude we were so much more willing to not get drops in D1 what happened what happened people would grind week after week after week for a, a Vex or a Fatebringer a couple of things happened there weren't any other games to play back then uh, that happened and and they've introduced us to the idea of agency mixed with RNG and we liked it we liked the skeleton key grind. We liked the Ada bounties. You, 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 Bungie, you, you introduced us to RNG blended with player agency, and we really like it, and we want more of it. We don't want to do this garbage of I just grinded for five hours and got nothing, like zero of these guns, and every time I complete one and I don't get a gun to drop, it's a it's a gut. It's a blow right in your gut. Listen, I told people this was going to happen when they said they were updating the drop rate for Reckoning. And they said, we're also instituting the Nightfall RNG. Oops, sorry for bumping the mic. We're, we're updating the RNG to be like Nightfall. I told people the fact that they're having to put a stopgap in there to protect you from bad RNG means there's still going to be bad RNG. You don't need that. You don't need to be protected from a lack of drops if a lack of drops isn't happening. So I said, this is not a solution. I guarantee you people are still going to complain about drop rates. And they are. So it's just, it's the same reason why they get blowback for gear, not dropping always at 500. They train people to expect it, right? It's, this is just human nature. Whatever you, whatever you give permit or allow people come to expect that as being normative. And when you take that away, people get ticked. So I, I think intentionality combined with RNG, it's perfect. No one's ever made a significant argument about Ada's bounties being bad. You know what people didn't like about Ada's bounties? When they didn't rotate properly. And Bungie gave us a solution to that. I mean, think about it. It took me almost the entire season of The Forge to get a god-rolled ringing nail and the god-roll kindled orchid. The whole season. But I grinded anyway. Why? player agency I got a gun every time at the same interval do the thing get the gun do the thing get the gun do the thing get the gun so that's working in my favor for incentive because it's like I might get one I might get one I might get one a god roll right I know I'm getting the gun so I think we're far more likely to get into grind paths and and repetitive content when there's when there's more agency involved when you feel that you are at the mercy of RNG, I just think more and more people are checking out and saying, I can play Division and I get tons of drops. I can play Diablo 3 and get tons of drops. I can play any other game and get tons of drops. The two games that are people are getting the most frustrated about lack of drops, lack of agency, is Anthem and Destiny 2. They better figure it the frick out, because Borderlands is around the corner, and more and more Loot Pursuit games are going to start to land that pull away. You won't be the king forever you won't be the king forever other games are cashing in on the idea of how addicting game as service loot pursuit games can be and if you don't figure it out you're going to lose your audience because they're going to get tired of feeling like they're pulling teeth just to enjoy themselves as i've said bungie right now seems far more concerned about slowing you down than giving you a sense of feeling rewarded and if they can capture that feeling of sense of reward and grind like they did in the in, in the season of the forge i think we'd be in a much better place so 
If you're here right now and you've never been here before and you like this content, the back and forth, the Q&A, the interactive radio style, be sure to click the follow button. That's the little heart button. I am going to continue streaming, but I'm going to do an outro for the podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. That's all of my content. I appreciate you listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.